Ring in 2015 Smodco style with Hollywood Babylon New Year's Babel Eve. Two shows at the Brea Improv. Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman will recount the year's biggest celebrity news with their own unique spin. Snag a complimentary glass of champagne and toast with the host with the most. New Year's Babel Eve at the Brea Improv. Go to csmod.com for tickets. Hey everybody, Will Wilkins, second edition of Pod You, uh, where you, the listener, get the chance to school us about your podcast. Uh, don't forget, go to smodcast.com forward slash pod you if you would like to have your podcast on Pod You, uh, one of the featured podcasts, if it will. You just got to submit it real easy, smodcast.com forward slash pod you. That's P O D, the letter U. Uh, and there's a little banner right there to, to click and, and find out the submittal guidelines. You can do that right there real simple now uh, today's podcast is uh, about to come up uh, for pod you but first let me say get a little momentum building here you know what i mean uh, i'm going to tell you the name of the next people that are going to be on pod you and uh, and so basically pod you is going to come out every two weeks because we got to give people two weeks notice and what better way to uh, give two weeks notice than to fully commit by uh, putting it out there right now. So the great news is that uh, Egan Rice and Paul Anderson are going to be excited to find out that their podcast, Grand Theft Oral, is going to be on the uh, third episode of Pod U. So congratulations, guys, and uh, we'll hear your podcast in two weeks. Now, in the meantime, uh, Chris and Jay are bringing us a podcast, and that not the Jay you think. It's a different Jay, but it doesn't matter. Uh, anyway, it, it, they're bringing us a podcast. It's, it's, their podcast is called Barely Adequate. Great name for a podcast. Uh, this particular episode is actually a mashup episode because uh, Chris is also very into uh, his health, and he got Jay into his health. So they have their uh, secondary podcast, which is Barely Athletic, and this one kind of matches them together. So I thought it might be nice to hear something that's in, encouraging fitness and and improving ourselves during the holiday season where all we do is look around at all the wonderful food and sweets around us and think, give it to me, give me it all now. And that did not sound like I was talking about sweets. Gross. Anyway, here it is, Barely Adequate. Chris and Jay, pod you, and uh, we'll hear you next time. Good afternoon, and welcome to the greatest podcast ever made. It's Barely Adequate with Chris and Jay. I'm Jay! And I'm Chris. And it's twice the fun because we're doing a mashup today. Because we didn't record last week because of my screwed up work schedule. It's true. That's right, we're going to be doing Barely Adequate and Barely Athletic with Chris and Jay. Which makes me Jay twice. Yep. JJ. JJ. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. That's because I'm Don. Oh, wait, that was rerun. <laughs> so what's new, Chris? What is good? Uh, Well, the good and the bad for me this morning is I, I got that little tickle irritation in the back of my throat again, so hopefully I'm not starting another cold, because that would really suck. And then I did my workout this morning. I don't know if it's because this was five days in a row I've done workouts because of my jacked-up work schedule last week. Ooh, it rolled oh, right on, man. Yeah. Uh, but it was the crappiest numbers I've had all week. <laughs> Which workout did you do? I did strength builder. Oh. So I did I did 40 minutes, but by my heart monitor, so I don't even know if it's a monitor issue or not. By my monitor, I only burned like 270 calories for a 40 minute workout. Mm-hmm. That is a little low that was high. That's extremely low for me. I usually at 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 a minimum I'm I average out eight eight and a half calories, and I aim for ten per minute. Right. Right. This, yeah. Me this too. This clocked I mean, me in at seven. <laughs> Right, right. Actually, well, I'm I'm normally kind of unhappy with ten, but that's ten, but that's what a good average I would think. Go, or a good thing, good way to count it. I stopped kind of counting them at all. I don't even use right, my right. I know I'm not going to die, so yeah. you know, I my my numbers never hit high enough to be like, oh my god, you need to stop. So, which is the only thing to really worry about. And I've been doing the workout long enough to know know what to do to get my heart rate up as much as it's going to get to. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I'm, since I'm not counting calories for a diet or anything, that's the only other reason to keep track of your, uh, heart rate so that you know how much you burned. Um, right. Which so, I'm doing. Right. So I, I don't bother with that. Um, I was, I had a point. I really did. I know. <laughs> I can't remember what it is now. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> we're talking about heart rates for workout. Uh, yeah, that part I remember. Oh, well. Um, but yeah, since I don't keep it, keep track of any of that stuff, I don't, and, and that I don't worry about it, it means I don't really have anything to add to this conversation. I'm not quite sure why I interrupted you. <laughs> I don't think you did. Go ahead, but sir. Anyway, um, I will say for, uh, this week, cause it'll be Saturday, uh, the first will be my next check in. So I'm curious to see what my weight will be because, uh, let me, for, uh, I think we talked about on one of our recent episodes where I talked about, uh, at work, I kind of won the lottery and got into a pilot program called Fit to Care that's got the principle of by having staff mentally and physically healthy, we will care for patients better and do better work. Which makes sense, you would yeah. think. And uh, like uh, over 150 people submitted the surveys for it, and 50 of us got picked for the pilot program. And uh, so getting through phase one of the program, you get the choice of either uh, Fitbit or $100. Um, I don't need a Fitbit, so I'm taking the cash. And oh, then, yeah. 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 and then when you check in in uh, December for phase two, uh, you get another hundred. Oh hell yeah, twice. Oh hell yeah. So uh, I I had more expectations of what this was going to be, but uh, with their survey that uh, you got four different sections, and you need to pick one at least four things, one one from each section as of your goals of what you're going to try to do over the next uh, four to six weeks. I'm already doing 10 of the things on the list on a regular basis between uh, even our podcast, or my my blog, my workouts, uh, my my fitness pal, getting my flu shot, all these things. So you're not going to do a damn thing, basically. <laughs> well, no, I'm not going to change anything. I'm not going to do anything right. different. But, like, um, I kind of automatically qualify. Yeah, but uh, which was funny because I, I go in for their uh, biometric screening. Uh, which is the first thing you had to do to submit your paperwork, say what your goals are going to be, and and uh, they take their measurements. And uh, so uh, about the only thing I felt they well not well no they didn't even do that accurately in my opinion. <laughs> but I go in there and uh, they're rushed, which I don't see why because there's only three of us for the two people, and it only takes maximum ten minutes to do a screening. Um, but first off, uh, the battery wasn't working right in their scale, so they took a stated weight from me instead of an actual weight. Um, that's a really good way to estimate it. Yeah. And, uh, no, I mean, it, I mean, okay. That as a, I'm going to put an aside on it. I, that's, yes. that's ridiculous, uh, by a large, uh, percentage because I know how much just one or two pounds can change, uh, a body fat, uh, reading, yes. whether it's an accurate reading or oh, not. We'll, that's, uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to <laughs> that <laughs> because, uh, then they did my height, um, with my shoes on. So, Hey, I'm five foot eight again. Congratulations! <laughs> and then uh, they have one of those Omron handheld uh, uh, bioelect- bioelectrical impedance measurements. Uh, that That's not sciency. Well, yeah, it's a body fat meter, <laughs> really. But uh, did it look like a like a Star Trek tricorder? Please tell me it did. Did it, did it no, it looked like you remember, you remember the old like, hand, you remember the old like handheld out. you remember the old handheld racing games we used to have as kids. Yeah, you're talking it about like uh, the you know the one that had like grips like a steering wheel. Oh yeah, yeah, huh? yeah that's what this thing's like. Because <laughs> you you grip it. So they and, make engine noises while they checked you out. Oh, I wish it did. <laughs> uh, but it had a uh, shit. Guess I tried. <laughs> um, what was it? Uh, Body fat. Yeah, they're checking yeah. you out. They weren't very good at it. Right, but you you squeeze it and it measures you know through your hands. But uh, reading up more on the bioelectrical <laughs> impedance. Go ahead, never mind. You know this this goes back to well, one of the pictures uh, or one of the memes that uh, our good friend Dawn. Uh, speaking of Dawn, she's doing the uh, uh, polar plunge again for the Michigan uh, Special Olympics. Uh, donate to her site. We'll post a link up on our Facebook page. That doesn't surprise me. But uh, fucking crazy doesn't. Oh, just three go three years in a row. Oh, the crazy part is she's doubled her goal for what she's trying to raise for money and damn yeah, like the, good girl for doing it. Me. 
doesn't surprise me. Fucking crazy doesn't just go away. I figure she's going to do it again. <laughs> but, um, uh, yes, she posted one uh, the other day that uh, said uh, conversations are a lot more interesting if you have a dirty mind. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I, I've been yes. interrupting your story enough. I'll be quiet. Go ahead. Oh, shit. This is like we ever stay on track with a topic here. Come on. Um, anyway, so I did the, the bioelectrical impedance and, uh, it told me I had 30% body fat. Ooh. Well, which, but, but we'll, we'll get into the specifics of that number in a little bit. Right. Well, if you um, want to talk about inaccurate, uh, oh, yeah. body fat numbers, when I weighed myself this morning, I weighed 172 pounds with a 6.5% body fat rate. <laughs> I'm, Fairly thin. I don't think I'm 6.5%. Let's be realistic for a second. That's let's, like a Olympic athlete. That's <laughs> why I say, well, we'll get back to that because I did some reading up on bioelectrical impedance. Um, but then uh, as he's doing all these things, he's looking at my list and he's like, oh, okay, so you already got the flu shot. And he's like, oh, okay, so you chose uh, doing the food, food journal. Okay, we have these journal things here. And I go, um, I've been doing my fitness pal for over two years. Oh, okay. And then, you know, ask me a couple other questions. Oh, okay. So I see you picked your, you're going to do the workouts. You're going to do, uh, you know, 20 minutes, uh, five times a week or, uh, this many minutes, uh, a week. And I said, so what, what are you planning? You're going to do a gym or you're going to, I'm like, I've been doing DDP yoga for over two years. <laughs> and then I uh, said, oh, okay. So I see here, uh, two, you're going to do like, uh, some type of journaling and uh, logging and, uh, for motivational. And like, um, yeah, I've been doing my own personal blog online for the last two years as well. <laughs> he's like oh you're pretty much set <laughs> like yeah yeah you know this program you set up yeah i read about it about two years ago <laughs> don't you notice a trend here maybe well but then uh so i checked out the bioelectrical impedance thing um hydration is a big thing as well because the way the electrical current goes it's going electricity goes through the path of least resistance and so fats got more resistance than the muscle if i remember right but that depends on your hydration and I had myself pretty well hydrated that morning. And so uh, your muscles are more hydrated. Your muscles are going to provide le- less resistance. And so that's why your your numbers are going to be different. As well yeah, as, uh, yeah, as well as uh, the next next morning, because I had to go in the, to the employee health office to get stuff to give somebody a flu shot. And uh, I just messed around with the the meter again. And yeah, a day later, I'm I'm. Uh, one I, my because I hadn't had that much water that night, my uh, body fat went up two uh, percent, and so this is where I think your problem might be and what the numbers you're getting, because based on either the the handheld or the uh, scales standing on the meters, it's just the, a lot of those they don't do your whole body, they do a calculation based off what they're going to measure, but because it's the path of least resistance, that meter's going up up one leg and down in the other. It's not right. getting your trunk versus right. with the handheld for me, and I'm one of those guys with my build, I carry the weight in my middle. I mean, my le- my legs are getting pretty damn lean. My thighs got some work to do, but for, you know, my gut and a little oh, bit of my chest. Tell, yeah, I can and so totally that's believe the that my legs have 6.5% body fat. <laughs> exactly, and that's why, that's why my numbers, in my opinion, are a bit high. I mean... The last time I used any of that bioelectrical impedance stuff, and I had less muscle mass going on as well, that I was clocking in at like 26% at my highest. Well, I think I'm probably honestly, uh, plus the, there's the issue we talked about a couple of weeks ago where uh, when I changed the scale from 40 to 41, uh-huh. I immediately dropped two points off my body fat. Right. <laughs> it, dropped, it, it dropped from uh, like 13% to 11%. Right. Uh, I'm sorry, 12% to 10% actually. And, uh, and then, you know, uh, so, you know, and then since then it's, I've got it as low as 6.5%. So even if it was accurate before, it's probably uh, at more like eight or 9% right now. I yeah. might, I, somewhere, I'm probably somewhere between eight and 12%. Yeah. So really, Which the, is, that bad? <laughs> yeah, the only, I kind of looked online with reading my art, reading the articles and stuff as well. The only truly accurate bio or close to, being 100% accurate, uh, bioelectrical impedance device. I forget the name of it, but it's one that it almost looks like a, an elliptical or a treadmill kind of design because you grip handles and you put your feet on pads. So it's measuring resistance through your whole body. Mm, right, right. See, for me, uh, um, 
I, I'm not really too concerned what the actual number is, as long as the device is accurate unto itself. Like if, if you can produce right. a number right. that, that's, that, that is accurate in the results it gives you. Right, right. If it can accurately pr- pr- uh, predict when I lose a, a percentage of body fat, I don't really care what number it's giving me. You know, right. You can say I have 40% body fat, but when I lose a percentage, if it says you now have 39%, I'm like, okay, well then, <laughs> I, as long as, I, as long as I know I'm making progress and when I stop making progress, I want to, cause when I stop making progress in that retrospect, you know, like when I feel like I'm not losing any more body fat or at least in the right places, that's when I have to decide whether or not I'm happy with where I'm at or if I need to make changes. That's, and that's the only reason I keep track of it fucking at all. Yeah. <laughs> well, if, but, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't even bother to weigh myself. Right. But even with, uh, the device itself, it may be accurate and consistent in what it's doing, but in its own means, it's a flawed device. Right. Because right. you depend on, like I said, depend on your hydration. You can fluctuate as much as five to ten percent, depending right. on how your hydration level. That might be the other reason why I'm getting such a low number when I when I check my body fat, because I always do it immediately after I'm done working out. Right. And I work out for seventy five minutes, so I lose a fair amount of water, I would guess. Yeah. <laughs> and didn't you say that? Uh, ba- you know, when you're when you're better hydrated, you get uh, um, lower numbers actually. Oh, is it? Oh. <laughs> because you're, you're, you have more more water in your system, which is going to conduct a current better, so you're going to have less resistance of the current. I, I did find it funny that because of the, just the way that the technique works entirely, mm. when you gouge yourself, uh, and like you know, like like, like if I, if this is one of my cheat weekends and I just mm. gouge myself, I could go, I would go up from like I think, I think you mean gorge yourself. Gorge, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm thinking are you taking a pair of scissors or something and yes. stabbing your leg and like, yes. yes, less fat, less fat, less fat. <laughs> yeah, it works really well. Uh, I'm, I'm going to put out a DVD. Um, but yeah, uh, but yeah, but when you, you know, like just totally pig out and put on like three or four or five pounds in like a day, <laughs> mm-hmm. you're, because of the way the technique works, your body fat will drop. At least according right. to the scale. <laughs> right. Like, I weigh 172 and I have an 8% body fat. Ooh, now I weigh 177 and I have a 6% body fat. Yeah. But yeah. That's, but that's More like, cake. That's where I felt that the, the their screening was kind of a joke because they, in my opinion, didn't do any true empirical measurements because, well, other than my measuring my height, which even that. Measurements. Yeah. <laughs> but even, uh, uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this is coming from the Wookiee. <laughs> yeah, did you see? Did you see the pictures I put, put out? I, I uh, for the for the viewing audience, I uh, worked at my uh, at the country viewing company. audience. Yeah, I thought we were an audio cast. No, 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 not, not at all. Okay. Uh, I just haven't let you know about that part. It's a hidden camera in your house. Sweet. Okay, yeah, it's great. <laughs> I actually put out several shows because of that. Yes, I had my wife laughing at the dinner table the night before because I forget what we were talking about. Uh, but I said that I'm uh, there's areas that I'm uh, above average, and of course my 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 wife, being the pervert that she is, she just looks at me and starts going. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Uh, at the uh, country club I worked at, uh, they asked me to show up in my Wookiee suit uh, yesterday. So uh, after work. Uh, for the for their Halloween party, mm. so after work I put on the old Wookiee suit and worked for about three hours or so, Wookieeing it up. Um, it was an interesting experience uh, for everyone involved, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd like to see some of the pictures. The only picture I have was just me standing by myself, and I, I'd like I to see that. a picture see a picture of me with some of the people that I took pictures with, because <laughs> uh, you know I, I had the entire platform shoes and the and the Wookiee he- head itself adds some height. Uh-huh. I, th- I think I was I was at the very least seven foot. I think a little bit higher. Um, which makes me right around the right height to be a Wookiee, you know? Yeah. Uh, I uh, stood behind a gigantic box of donuts and cider, uh, you know, donuts and mm-hmm. also cider. We had hot cider and cold cider uh-huh. from the local cider mill. Uh, but did you have just, hard cider? No, no. Although yeah. if, if someone wanted it, they could take care of that. Oh, <laughs> I mean, you got to remember, you know, this is yeah. this yeah. party. Uh, and I stood at the very end of the, uh, haunted maze that they made. Mm-hmm. The country club, the country club has a, uh, during the summer has a tent attached to the back of it, uh-huh. you know, for, for dining and parties and things like that. Uh, and they'll just, they'll probably take it down next week because the Halloween party's over. They leave it up 
because for the Halloween party, they built a haunted maze in the tent. Right. So the, the tent has two entrances in the back of the, the uh, country club. So they walk in one and walk out the other. They had me stationed at the end of it with mm-hmm. the, the donuts on the side. It's like, oh, your reward for surviving the maze. Uh, normally the person sitting there was, uh, their job was to hand out the donuts and cider. My mm-hmm. job was actually just to stand there and go, here's donuts and cider. Yes. <laughs> uh, because, you know, I have they, fucking they wookie hair and things. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was actually kind of sad. I couldn't even like refill the, uh, uh, containers and shit. <laughs> so, you know, it's like I had to go, oh yeah, we need more cider. Okay. Well, here, mm-hmm. here, here's a jug of it. I'm like, yeah, you're going to have to pour that in there. <laughs> Remember folks, he is the articulate wookie, not the dexterous wookie. No, no. Once again, it's the hair thing. Yeah. You know, well, and the dexterous thing, cause they're the big fucking rubber wookie gloves. Yeah. And it was good. I mean, it was, I was, you know, uh, I bought a, a cooling vest for it. I told you about that. Yeah. Uh, and it worked out well. I could tell when it stopped working. Uh, it has about a two hour window on it. Mm. Um, and I was there about three hours because <laughs> the, the last hour or so it got uncomfortable and I got a little lightheaded. Uh, although it got hot really, really quick. Uh, I mean, like I was an hour into it, like there was little puddles of sweat at the end of the fucking Wookiee hands. Right. Uh, because the, you know, the suit is fur and fur and fabric, but the hands are, uh, latex. Right. As, as well as, uh, uh, the part, the front of the, uh, Actually, all of the uh, mask. Mm-hmm. Um, but the uh, I, I made sure I put the vest on a little bit loose because I, I I wasn't sure how hot or cold I was going to be. Right. And the long and short of that is I probably should have put it on tight, but it wasn't a big deal because all I did was when no one was looking and I was getting hot, I just kind of like give myself a hug mm-hmm. <laughs> and press the ice packs up against me. And it worked out well, uh, but I just only got about a two hour window with it. Um, did you see. freak out any poor little Jewish kids? Uh, yeah, so, I mean, some kids, the really little kids, were, right. were, were, a lot of them were scared of me because they didn't know what Star Wars were, was uh-huh. the, uh, eight to 12 year old kids like me quite That's a bit. A parenting fail. What? That's well, a parenting fail. It, they were little girls mostly. Oh, okay. <laughs> You Still, know. that's a parenting fail. Yeah, yeah. My, da- my daughter at the age, before she was four years old, I could be at my computer and I was playing some mashup video, some, uh, uh, machinima, uh, World of Warcraft thing that the opening of it had this scrawl or the scroll and it started playing the Star Wars music. And she comes running out of another room in the house. She goes, Dada, is that the Star Wars? <laughs> Well, that's because that's what you exposed her to. So, yeah. Um, and you know, I, I succeeded in the parachute. I did right. not fail. <laughs> right, right. And uh, because, you know, they're kids, some of them, most of them were good. And there's, of course, the little group of uh, fucking annoying little snot uh, rich kids uh, uh-huh. that uh, uh, eventually got end up getting the maze closed about 15 minutes earlier. So, which I was glad for. Well, the, the maintenance guy would set it up, uh, close the maze once they started fucking breaking shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Broke a couple of the props. Shit. I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, yay! Glad for them you, breaking fucking props. I'm, you I'm can't them. blame them. They suffer from affluenza. Exactly. <laughs> they suffer from not getting their ass kicked. Enza is what it is. Um, as grand, grand, granddad would say on Boondocks, have you tried whooping his ass? Yeah, there was about a group of eight of them that uh, that started off by going through the maze over and over and over again. Uh, then they decided that they wanted to scare people, so they started, you know, trying, <laughs> which was just fucking annoying as hell. Yeah. Almost as annoying as a little Harry Potter kid that decided he was my best friend and, you know, it's hung up and started, kept on asking me dumb questions for about 20 minutes. <laughs> but, you know, that's part isn't of the that job. Isn't that, that's what I was going to say. Isn't that your job, period, is to answer questions? Yeah, yeah, but not Getting when I got out of a, the suit. But not when I got a fucking Wookiee suit on. No one can hear me, for one thing, because it's fairly loud in there and I'm talking to a fucking Wookiee suit. <laughs> and as cool as that suit is, the mask doesn't fit worth a shit. Uh, at first I had a uh, newspaper, I, I have a hat on with, with the, uh, uh, brim on backwards to try right. to push the back out as much as possible. Cause the, just sitting there, the mask hangs a good three or four inches away from your face. Yeah. <laughs> Which is odd at the very best. Um, so the hat helps a little bit to bring it more in, into place. Uh, and then I always shoved some newspaper in the back of it to bring it more into place and then stop it from moving around. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point, the the newspaper felt like it was slipping out of the back, and since I didn't want it exposed, I mm-hmm. pulled it out, which is a big mistake because then it yeah, lost all kind of all kind of stability, and it kept on slipping around whenever I did anything. And if I looked down or or any, or at all, it just slide slide it so much that like the that the you know eye holes weren't lined up and shit. Um, so uh, I quickly became glad that they had me standing someplace instead of walking around a whole bunch because I would have killed so a couple times. I did walk around. I'd be careful I did, that I didn't walk into like chairs and shit. 
because right. I was so high, much higher than I normally am, that my line of sight, uh, you know, missed chairs completely. They were just, just, <laughs> they were not something I would see along with kids. So I had to be really careful of that as well. Hey, do you got a speaker on or something? I'm, I keep hearing like my, I'm hearing my voice coming back through my headphones. No, not that I'm aware of. Okay. Let right, me look. I'll adapt it. Let's see. Hello? Yeah, I'm hearing myself clearly now. You're Hello? hearing yourself clearly now, huh? Well, I, well, you know what? I think it's because the headphones now, are The headphones are on. Okay, yeah, I'm not hearing it now. Yeah. Well, we do this Speak. Speak. How about, uh, how about that? This is barely adequate. Well, it was because uh, I had my headphones on pretty loud, so they were, and my uh, microphone is very fucking sensitive, so it was picking up the headphones. <laughs> that's what it was. That's right. Uh, All right, what else so, we got? Um, let's see. I didn't, I freely admit I did not watch any of the, the UFC this weekend. I thought about getting the card because I was actually off that Saturday night, but then I looked at the card and I'm like, nah, I'm not dropping 50 bucks on that. Well, you know, it was like, yeah, exactly. There was, there's one, one, one key fight. That's one, one, and a, one, one key fight, one that could have been interesting. And while if you were a, uh, Phil Davis fan, it was a good fight. If you were any, if you were a fan of interesting fights, it was not. <laughs> speaking of, speaking of, uh, the fights as well as our fantasy league, good. God, did you see how much Dollar Height won in the money this weekend? Yeah, he's number one on their entire side. On the entire side, he's 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 twice as much as the next person in the ranking out of thirteen hundred people in the money ranking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder why. I wonder why the website's uh, slowed down that much. At one at one point, there's about twice as many people playing on a regular basis. Okay. Actually, at one point, there's about four or five thousand. It might be the I know. Well, back with the first. It might be the, like we've had in our own league, that there's a drop off of people that keep up with the events or something. Plus, this right. is, this is the first event in three weeks. So people may be like, Oh shit, I forgot there's a fight. But, right, right. Yeah. But even I don't see anything higher than 25 to 3000 ever anymore. And it was four or five. Yeah. I think, I think MMA, MMA is not as popular as it was three or four years ago. Well, uh, well, could, I don't know if some of that's saturation point. I mean, as much as UFC yeah. has, that's why I don't yeah. know. If the, I'm trying to think, was there an event that got canceled? That's, yeah, and that's yeah. why we had the three week gap. No, no, not an event did not get canceled. That's just how things end up getting scheduled from, okay. from everything I remember anyways. That's only like the second time this year that there's been, that they've gone more than two weeks without an event. Am I, uh, if I remember right. You might remember, right? There might have been one or two gap like that, but they're pretty rare nowadays. Yeah. When at one point there was the the norm, you had it a paper one a pay per view once a month, and that was fucking it. <laughs> yeah, I will say uh, in MMA news though, I do have one favorite quote for the week though. Can you guess what it is? I do not know. There are so many. What is yours? I can rest my balls on your forehead. Uh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a huge. I know you don't like Connor. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I realize he's stuff. doing promotions and stuff, but ah, just <laughs> ah. I'll fight him. I'll fight him right now. That's right. I'm not afraid to say it. Let's see if he'll get in the octagon with me. You know, he's never fought anybody like with me before. I can guarantee you that. With or without, <laughs> put on the suit. Come on. <laughs> uh, you put on the Ewok suit. I'll put on the Wookiee suit. We'll be good to go. See, uh, see, the only issue is without the suit, I am not a millionaire, billionaire philanthropist, uh, <laughs> playboy and all the playboy <laughs> genius. genius. Oh, Wiley Coyote, super genius. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's all I got. I'm yeah, I'm kind of, uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, I'll, uh, well, I don't know. Have you been watching any of the, the season of the ultimate fighter? Actually, maybe I'm not. Done. Um, I missed out on, uh, the season. Well, I've been catching the episodes on, uh, Fight Pass because they've started posting them up there and there are only three episodes into the season on there. So. Uh, so who's your favorite so far? Um, JoJo. <laughs> JoJo. JoJo. Mojo JoJo. Why is that not her nickname? <laughs> that's, come on, that's ridiculous. I, I, I just, you know. Oh, JoJo. Mojo, it was me. I did it. 
It was me all along. I made them. I will still say that this is my Mojo Jojo impersonation. No. I am Mojo Jojo. No, you're, you're too high. Your Mojo Jojo needs more Japanese kick to it. You need oh. to sound like your master. Ha 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 ha. I am Mojo Jojo. Mojo Jojo. Yeah, you're still, still higher range for that. Yeah, well, I, I'm higher or I need to be you, higher. You no, know, you're still in a higher range. You need to drop, drop the bass on that one. I will. <laughs> bass. I am Mojo Jojo. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. Uh, you gotta, yeah, you gotta, I like, think, I like you gotta think a crappy kung fu dubbing style of talking. You must do that, Haltine. Okay, we're not, we're not gonna do this. <laughs> that's, a, that's a subject for a different day. Uh, I will still know, say no, on, like, on that topic before we divert from it, the Beat Alls is still one of my favorite cartoon episodes of the modern era. Have you ever seen that one of the Powerpuff Girls? I don't know the names. It, the, the Beatles was their total parody of the Beatles, that there are so many Beatles reference that are dropped throughout that. And Mojo Jojo hooks up with, uh, uh, pretty much their version. I forget the name of the character, but their version of Yoko Ono. And then the way that she, her singing is beautiful. Her voice is beautiful. And you find out really she's just a screeching, unintelligent chimp that, ju- that escaped from the zoo. <laughs> Which sounds like Yoko Ono. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so, but no, I like Jojo. Uh, I like Rose. Uh, I started off liking several other people, but I ended up not liking them, but I can't really talk to you about it because right. they're, it's from episodes that you haven't uh, seen yet. Well, I, I admit that I just kind of, I, I fast forward through a lot of the bullshit of the show because I, <laughs> I'm really not there to watch the drama, especially, um, uh, I know it's going to sound sexist, but it's truth to me that it's a bunch of competitive catty women for the most part that are in the house. And yeah. so that's going to be drama as well as the editing that heightens the drama. But there's a few of the fighters I know from uh, before they got into the house from seeing them in other uh, organizations and stuff. And yeah, I already knew that these, these are not nice people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, a couple that's of them are, I like, are That's nice. why I like JoJo. JoJo's, at least from what I've seen so far, I, I admit things may change later in the season, but even watch her, she's just this soft-spoken little Scottish girl that gets on the camera, and then she gets in the ring and kicks the shit out of people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to beat her up and then make her a cat cake. Because <laughs> I like that with the, her sparring with Pettis, that, uh, or, yeah, Pettis is her coach. When they're, when they're doing the party and she said, okay, you know, and throw the kick like this. And she threw the kick and you go slap and you see him stop and shake his arm and says, okay, we're, we're, you know, we're just, we're just sparring. We're just going half speed. And she goes, that was half speed. (laughs) He's like, well, then you're going to have no problems at all. (laughs) I think we're good here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And I, and I like Rose. Um, I actually like, uh, um, What's her name? Uh, Felice Herring more than I thought I would. I, yeah. I didn't, I didn't think I, I went into this not thinking I'd like her at all. And she hasn't really found, she hasn't really done anything that fundamentally changes what I thought of her beforehand. She's just not, it just turns out she's not a bad person. She's just that, that's just who she is. Kind of, you know, she, right. she, yeah. she's, she, she thinks it's a good idea to do marketing that way. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I remember this, the flack she, I, cause inside MMA covered that a couple years ago and she was, uh, at that time, I think her record was only like three and something. But yeah, with her doing some of the cheesecake shoots for some of the, the athletic wear stuff for the magazines with her sponsors and things and catching flack for that. But, you know, I can, I, you know, I, uh, how to put this? There's the people out there that will call it misogynistic and objectifying, but it's her choice to earn the money through her sponsors by doing shoots like that she can say no way in hell i don't want to do that just like uh, by comparison with ronda rousey there's stuff that ended up in that first issue of the espn that she was in that there are some shots that showed more than she agreed to have shown and i mean she immediately between managers and others got on the phone to them and said what the fuck are you doing you lied to me no i did not say you could do this so you know, there's the difference between, yes, you chose to do this and this is how you want to earn your money. And I totally respect and appreciate that. That is a person's own choice of what they're doing versus someone else making the choice to say, here, look at this. So, yeah, well, you know, fucking, you know, 
the way I look at it, and this is how uh, judge how you'd want to be judged. And if Jockey called me up tomorrow and said, Hey man, you want to sponsor our boxer briefs? We'll pay you $2 million. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'll go ahead and you can go ahead and take pictures of me in my underwear all day fucking long. Cause <laughs> you look good now. I, I would have did it before I looked good if someone was stupid enough to want to pay me. You know, but that's, I mean, the point being, you know, I don't see anything wrong with something like that. I mean, it's not like, it's not like she's doing hardcore porn. Even if she was no. doing hardcore porn, that's perfectly fine too. Whatever you want to do, but that's people are judging her like that's what she's doing. <laughs> right. And there are different levels. So come on. You got to treat it like there's different levels. That's not a big deal. Would you try? Would you, why would you judge? I guess it's because it's not her full time job, <laughs> right? Like you know, it, like if you if you're gonna model for something, that's not a big deal, obviously. Uh, so why is it a big deal that she's trying to get attention by? Well, so, uh, I guess a lot of it's not even so much her sponsorship stuff like that. The beefcake mm-hmm. shots, or uh, it's her uh, Instagram and Facebook accounts with you know all, uh, a lot of racy pictures and things like that. They're just well, yeah, and her without her sponsor, not involving sponsors. Was it the? Second episode but it's still, of the season. Still more promotion, yeah. Yeah, second episode of the season. She's the one who decided that, hey, let's strip off our panties and hang them on the sign. Right. So, right. Yeah, that's some of that is just her, and that's why right. I say she, she's it's that one of those personalities that grates on me. So yeah, I'm not a I I can appreciate whatever skills she's got in the ring, but no, I'm not really a fan of hers. Right. Although although she did say that the she felt uh, like they were lied to a little bit because they promised none of the locker room scenes would be used. Oh, and please. obviously they were. <laughs> well, that's what she Has said. She never was. watched the show before. <laughs> well, they've never had chicks on there before. No, but I'm just. Well, saying, they did, but yeah, they had. It wasn't. Yeah. But that was they, they were the big 135 cruisers. Yeah, I don't really view that though. With that, I always assume those areas are more like training rooms than actual locker room locker rooms. Yeah, but apparently not. <laughs> yeah. Apparently not. Yeah. Well, I get. Well, the thing is, they said you know you got to remember they said that the. This is one of those shows where the cameras are fucking everywhere. Yeah. And they, they just said that you don't have to worry about them showing in them dressing and undressing, but apparently they, uh, but when you're in some a, miscommunication. Well, but if you're in an area where people normally are not dressing and undressing and you decide to yank off your panties in front of God and everybody with a cameraman there. <laughs> I don't that, think that God was, was there actually. Was, I didn't see him. He was, I think he's he, everywhere. He's everywhere. Come on. He is not everywhere. Like he, for instance, he's not here right now because I just farted really, really, really bad, and there's not a bean in existence that could be in this room right now without saying something about it. Uh. I mean, my own eyes are watering here, man. It's it's bad, you know. I just I opened the door half a second ago, and like three spiders and a and a fucking fly went shooting out of my room like their ass was on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but anyways, yeah, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, 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 so it's, yeah, yeah, exactly, it's so bad you can smell it. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, hey, since we're doing a mashup, I guess we need to do some geeky stuff, too. Yeah, um, that's what we were doing, man. <laughs> well, let me, let me, let me, I know, I'll just, I'll just try a roll call list and see if you've been watching any of them at all. Uh, Walking Dead. No. Arrow. No. Flash. What's the what's the Rocky for yes? I've never heard him actually say yes. <laughs> what? I was doing the uh, uh, Drago uh, impersonation. No, yeah. <laughs> but I've never heard him say yes. So I don't know if it's the same. <laughs> I must break you. No, no, not that Drago. The uh, uh, one from Game of Thrones. Oh, what's Cal Rocky? Cal Drogo. Drogo. But anyways, uh, yeah, yes. I seen I seen Flash. Uh, no. Well, I, I'm sorry. I haven't seen the very latest episode. The last one I saw was the um, the multiple man, or let's see, what was what was the one after the multiple man? Uh, last one was uh, the guy who turned into the mist. Yeah, I have not seen that one, but I've seen the one before that. Okay, whichever that one, that one was. Yeah, was that the multiple man? Yep, yep. Okay, yeah. So yeah, I haven't seen the mist one. I haven't uh, got around to it. Okay. Into my DVR, but I am liking the show. I'm uh, so far, I have no complaints really. Cool. Uh, I, I like how the mentor is a bad guy too. I knew I saw that coming a fucking mile away. But, but still, who I like is it. he? What is his history? Where did um, he come from? Someone told me. I mean, I've already read people that said, "Oh, if he's so and so, that means he must be so and so." But since I know nothing about fucking Flash at all, it's not really a spoiler for me. A spoiler for me, right? <laughs> That's why they're I'm, like, oh, he's supposed to be so and so. I'm like, well, I don't know who fucking so and so is, so that doesn't really mean anything to me. 
Right. That's why there's there's bits of it that uh, I actually got in that discussion with uh, our friend Simon uh, Fitzgerald this morning on Facebook before I got on here, because I guess the latest or they're saying it's the first screw up they may have done in continuity of what they're doing, because uh, in Arrow, you had a reporter named Linda Parks uh, for a few seconds on TV screen. And I guess part of the DC history, uh, she later becomes Wally West's wife. Uh, Wally West becoming Speedy, the, the version, or not Speedy. Because Speedy was the Green Arrow's sidekick in the comics. See, it's, Anyways, and, that, and that's why I have no respect for DC. Because what self-respecting superhero would name themselves fucking Speedy? Well, it's a side, I'm Speedy! It's a sidekick. They don't get a choice. <laughs> You think, notice once Robin grew up, he became Nightwing. <laughs> yeah, no more Boy Wonder shit. Don't call me that. Um, but uh, I guess they've cast, they've recasted the part and, for Linda Park that's supposed to be showing up like halfway through the current season of Flash. And it's a different actress, a lot younger looking and different things. But, you know, that's why I just said I admit I'm slightly more than a casual DC fan. So there's bits that the blatant Easter eggs and stuff I'm going to catch them. I'm going to be like, Oh yeah, I get that reference. Like, uh, there's a, a throwaway line in the, the, the latest episode of the flash. That's just with Caitlin snow. Do you know, do you know about the history of Ka- the character, Caitlin snow? And not until accounts? about three days ago when people are like, Oh, you know, the old fucking, uh, okay. yeah. Oh, uh, well, what, what did I call her? Uh, brunette scientist that we'd like to fuck. I, I don't know. I can't remember what the acronym can't cut. Like, this is, yeah, remember, this is my mixed martial arts form. Okay. They're, hope, they're mostly a bunch of alpha male assholes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got that for the brief time I was on that site. <laughs> there are, it is a fun website. There are a whole bunch of awesome people, but you got to remember the, the, the source. So, right, right. You know, if you can handle that, it's actually an awesome place to hang out with. And there's a whole bunch of, like I said, a whole bunch of good people, but you need a pretty thick skin there. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, anyways, yeah, they said they told me that she was going to end up being a bad guy. Right. She's going to be Killer Frost or something like that. Yep. And, and then, right. uh, and then her boyfriend, Ronnie, ends up being Firestorm. Yes. And so she has a, there's a throwaway line she has when she's talking to, uh, Barry that, uh, he's asking her about Ronnie and saying, you know, that we were like opposites of each other. You could almost say we were fire and ice. Ah. And I heard that and I did. I laughed out loud when that line got thrown. I'm like, <laughs> Ah, but um, yeah, yep, yep, yep. But, okay, yeah, so, so far, so like Flash. Oh my God, there's a show we can talk about. Yeah, sometimes, eventually. Um, uh, how about uh, have, did you check out the premiere of uh, Constantine? No, I did not. Oh, although I, although I thought about it, Constantine. There was it was good. It was good. Mm-hmm. I I liked it. I admit, again, it's one of those I wanted to go back and read it, but. <laughs> See, I've never read the books, and I never even really watched the uh, Keanu Reeves one. Uh, the, I, yeah, saw, I saw like ten minutes of it. Went knee. The movie doesn't matter because <laughs> really, I like them. I I did. I like the movie, and I agree with people. It's another one of those. Uh, same like with World War Z. They're both great movies. If they didn't just use the name of the source material in name only, and uh, related, like like Starship Troopers. Um, yeah. Starship yes, Troopers is, is, is a fun, is a fun campy movie. Okay. Uh, most people don't get the pretenses of the, uh, uh, the book is awesome. The yes. book is fucking awesome, but it's nothing, the movie's nothing like it. No. They, should, no. they shouldn't have called it Starship Troopers. They should have just called it something else. Well, you do still have Johnny Rico, but that's a, yeah, that's about it. I mean, but they could have just easily called him somebody, somebody else. Like, and the, the stories had a vague or resemblance to each other, but it had, it lacked so much that the book had that. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, the 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 one of my favorite books. Top yes. top ten. I agree, wholeheartedly. But yeah, um, yeah, there's something we can talk about. Um, what other Robert Heinlein books have you read? Um, none. <laughs> For those of you who don't I've know, Robert A. Heinlein is yeah. the grandfather of science fiction. I've uh, got uh, Stranger in a Strange Land sitting on my bookshelf, and I haven't we'll got. Start to reading it right now. Well, in fact, we're going to end the podcast right now, so you can start reading it. No, I I just finished uh, Feast uh, Feast for Crows. And Again. I, so what, basically you yeah, are re, re- right, going yeah, over right. information you already have rather than but, absorbing right. new information. You know how little sense that makes uh-huh. you, if we were living in some sort of frontier right. post apocalyptic society, you'd probably be executed for that. But we're not. So I get to read what I want, motherfucker. 
anyway, but by going back and rereading, there's bits of things that make more sense now, things that are tying in because, uh, I don't know how well you remember in Feast of Crows. Um, Perfectly, like like encyclopedically. That's why I don't understand how, why you possibly reread something. Okay. Do you remember the segment when uh, in the in a Brienne chapter when she was talking about when she was in her youth when a uh, knight came to uh, her her home and uh, the shield that he he had that had a tall elm tree with a shooting star upon it. Yeah, of course there. So. Uh huh. I so want to call bullshit on that, but <laughs> anyway, right, quiz me, man. I don't, I, I quiz me. It ties into um, the graphic novels that I've been reading, uh, the Hedge Knight series, the Sworn Sword, that you have Sir Duncan the Tall. The comic book series you've been reading, yeah. just because they make it a really thick comic book, that doesn't change the inherent, uh, you know, nature of what it is. But that's what it's true. <laughs> Do you really want to start debating comic book technology <laughs> for the various forms of print and publication? Because I no, 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 we don't have we don't have enough time in this episode. No, we don't. Nitpicking bastard. Uh, uh, that's right. But no, it's pretty much this is the night that is that was referenced by that. It's uh, Sir Duncan the Tall, and that that is the emblem he wears upon his shield. And the history that goes on with that goes clear back to he takes on. Uh, a squire who starts to follow him from a local inn, a little bald-headed boy who's nicknamed Egg. Oh, he got no hair. But uh, Egg is I short. Egg. Yeah, but Egg is short for Aegon, as in Aegon Targaryen. Oh, what a weird coincidence! Master Master Aemon's younger brother, who became the king later after Aemon passed over the crown and became a maester. And Which is not fair at all, because it should have went to B-Man. That was, you know, the fucking order. The what? Well, after Eamon declined it, it should have went to B-Man. You corner, now. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Go ahead up the show, dude. I think that I'm done here. Bad. <laughs> Even by your standards, that was bad. <laughs> Even by my it standards. Stinks, Fuck you, it sir. It stinks as much as your room does right now. <laughs> Dude, you can see the paint peeling from my walls. Holy shit, man. There's a hazmat t- team here, dude. They got the, like, the l- yellow suits on with the gas masks. They're knocking on the windows and waving. They're giving me like the thumbs up signs. What does that mean? Look at some red tape. And see they're wrapping shit around my house. Like, <laughs> they're putting a plastic wrap in a tent and shit, man. They're trying to contain it. I get it. Okay. I understand. Uh. So so basically, you think Shia LaDuff is still a douchebag even after that awesome story he told? Yeah. <laughs> really? It was an awesome story, wasn't it? One awesome story does not fix the, 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 the levels of douchebaggery that he has reached. Did, did, did you see the Shia LaDuff live video that I posted? Yeah. That, he gave consent for that and was in it at the very end. That was fucking awesome as shit, wasn't it? <laughs> that was amazing. And with him at the, with the little Citizen Kane reference at the end, clapping. <laughs> Real-life cannibal Shia LaBeouf. Uh, You're walking through the woods. It's dark. You've been turned around. You can't find your car. Behind you. Who is it? Shia LaBeouf. Speaking of walking through the woods in the dark, that's been uh, the great bit of hilarious entertainment that I I started watching on YouTube as well from uh, the Team Four Star guys uh, with the, the Team Four Star Gaming channel. Oh, okay. Uh, Kr- yeah, scaring the shit out of Krillin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've watch, seen him do. I've seen him do uh, a couple different. Like he'll play different scary video games. Yes, I've been watching him playing Sl- uh, Slenderman: The Arrival. Oh my god, it's, it's just funny because there's there's just total sections where he'll come across something creepy, and he'll just spend like the next ten seconds running around, just go no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just I, I think that, this I think they get a new one. He's going through the woods and he's just like, yeah, everything's okay. I'm not going to look behind me because he'll be right there. I'm, like, I'm just going to keep walking. <laughs> yeah, he, he does a good krill. And I, you know, I, shit, I've been watching the, those things for so long that, you know, the rare occasions when I catch a regular version of Dragon Ball Z, those voices don't sound right anymore. I know. I think yes. they got a new episode out. Like they're they're in the Cell series now. And uh, for those that don't know, we're talking about Dragon Ball Z abridged. Yes. Uh, it's a Team group of people. Star. 
Team Four Star. It's a group of people that take uh, Dragon Ball Z episodes, abridge them. Uh, first off, make them shorter. Mm-hmm. They bring, they turn 30 minute episodes into 10 minute episodes. So basically 22 minute episodes, because you know no commercials, into yeah. uh, 10 minute episodes, and then put in their own dialogue, their own kick ass, funny as hell dialogue. Yeah, um, I will say that's the part I did let, leave out at the beginning of the 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 Krillin playing Sl- Slenderman. You see, you know, like the load screen for the game, but you're hearing off. Off screen, essentially. I mean, granted, it's off screen the whole time, but you're hearing Vegeta forcing Krellin to play the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. You're gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. They also had a series with Vegeta and uh, uh, Nappa playing video games as well. Yes, yes, I've but, seen some of those. There, well, uh, they actually there's two uh, best of uh, uh, Team Four Star Gaming that uh, uh, videos, and that's what that's like what that. clued me into the Krillin one. Those were the yeah the whole collection of those is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I I hope these guys are making enough money to get by, uh, you know, just doing this because I'd like to see more uh, output from them. Right. Yeah. You know, they right now they do a Dragon Ball Z bridge every month or two. It seems like. <laughs> well, I think part of it too is from watching their their videos. They've posted like you know why it's take why it might be their update videos that uh, some of the guys doing it actually do professional voiceover work stuff. So between their actual you know, making, earning a living schedules and the time it takes to sit down, record and edit and especially abridging the episode. It's like, okay, we'll cut this and then we get down to these bits yeah. and then this is where well, we're going to I want to do professional voiceover work. So start, find some anime that hasn't been done by them yet and start doing it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to do all that. I just want someone to hand me a piece of paper and say, say this. And, be, and if you want to, if you want me to get really fancy, you, you can go ahead and say this and pretend like you're angry or pretend like you're happy. So <laughs> I might be able to do that. I'm not sure. I've never tried to do a lot of uh, voiceover acting work. Uh, all the voiceover work I've done for the most part has been that more announcing type stuff. Where at the, at the very most they want the very most the direction they might give you is like enthusiastic or you know or whatever you know but uh, right. not actual not actual acting right right I would say so, um, so uh, people yeah. like people because people have asked me they're like oh well, well how about like you know work for do cartoon voiceover work I'm like well I'm not saying I can't do that I'm just saying I've never tried so some stuff like that some people can do and some people can't so I don't know if I'd be good at voice acting. The voice part, yeah. The acting part, uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be radio commercial guy, right? It'd be yeah, exactly. I, I have a feeling Bumper I'm probably dude. better off just doing yeah, radio announcement type stuff, type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, it wouldn't hurt my feelings if it turned out I sucked at like voiceover acting, but right. I, I would I'd at least try it. You never know. You yeah. might be good at it. I will say, uh, speaking of our fellow podcasters and other recordings uh, that our uh, buddies at the uh, Irish Pubcast. Uh, just threw up a new episode uh, before we got on to record it just now. But um, from they went to a film fest comic con thing in uh, Belfast over the weekend, and uh, they scored some good interviews for it. Because uh, yeah, Wayne, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> well, yeah, congratulations, guys. That was pretty fucking badass. Yes, I mean, especially between Kieran, Mark Antonio, and Wayne Talbot getting to meet their heroes. Essentially, I mean, uh, uh, Wayne getting to meet and sit down and actually interview. Well, he met him before when he was performing a stage play that he went and saw, but to actually get to sit down and do an interview this time with Paul McGann, the, the, who played the eighth doctor in Doctor Who series. And then for Kieran Mark Antonio to get to sit down with James Obar, which I'm as jealous of that one as well because he's the creator of the, the Crow comic book series. I know, dude. That that's that's a, that's a bit, that's amazing. That'd be like me yeah. meeting Weird Al Yankovic and the guy that invented mullets. I yeah. mean, fucking just like life heroes. <laughs> well, and then the other the other great one for the pictures. Did you see our uh, buddy uh, Dermot uh, Devlin in his cosplay as uh, Davros from Doctor Who? Because you gotta keep in mind, D- Dermot is uh, a small person. He's a dwarf and has a motorized wheelchair, and so he made it look like Davros's wheelchair motor electric chair that he see, he's in in the Doctor Who series. <laughs> and he's got a wonderful picture that of Dermot parked in front of Billy Piper, who played Rose in the first in the ninth Doctor's run, as well as a former teen British pop star, uh, currently on uh, Showtime series Penny Dreadful, as well as the star of Secret Diaries of a Call Girl that used to be on Showtime. 
that mm-hmm. Billy Piper, very, uh, she, she's a beautiful, intelligent woman, but there's a great picture of her in this pink Argyle type sweater, uh, so that she can get a better look at Dermot's, uh, wheelchair and stuff of her pretty much stretched out and propped, propping herself up on her table at the con and laughing at Dermot and his jokes. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Yeah. And he got his, uh, his uh the cardboard he used for the cosplay for doing his chair signed by Paul McGann, uh uh Billy Piper and I forget who else from there at the con. So good good ups on Dermot, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be pretty goddamn cool. Yes, sir. All right, well shit, you got anything else you want to cover right quick? Cause look at the time. Yeah, we're almost an hour in. Mm-hmm. Um let's see. So yeah, I'll be checking uh we have you know uh happy Halloween to everybody. And if you haven't, yeah. uh, please, 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 baby, please read, uh, my blog, uh, with, uh, my, uh, global terror alert, uh, horror films from around the world. And I, uh, let's see, part five just got put up, uh, it was either Friday or Saturday night. I was a little late on that because I really had to catch up on watching some Japanese horror movies. And, uh, also speaking of Japanese horror, let's go from horror to gore. Have you ever seen or heard of a movie called Tokyo Gore Police? No, I have not, sir. Oh, God, it's up on Hulu, and it is glorious. It is so, it's the cheesy over-the-top to the point of, like, anime, a live anime for the amount of blood and stuff that sprays off. Like, you get someone to get their, both their hands shot or chopped off, and it's just like someone turns on two sprinklers that keeps going and going and going. <laughs> but Is that bad, huh? Oh, but it's it's bad in a good way. Because the the principle of this, the bad guys are people, uh, bioterrorists that are called engineers. And by having this certain genetic implant, they get wounded and they can t- turn the wounds into weapons. Like the, in the very opening, a guy gets his hands shot off by the cops and there's a chainsaw sitting there and his ha- the stump of his hand grafts onto the chainsaw and makes it a part of him. Oh, but, but later in the movie, the part that I just got to, cause I've been, I've been watching it in pieces because I've, I've been doing other things, but, um, there's a guy who comes walking back into the cop shop who got, um, pretty much sent in as a, a sleeper agent. And he has a giant, probably about, it looks to be about two and a half, three feet long penis cannon. Big yeah. ass cannon coming straight off his crotch. Yeah, I think I'm done, dude. <laughs> oh, but it's, it's hilarious to watch this. I'm laughing at this the whole time because it is. It's that over the top cartoonish, uh, level of violence and gore to where it's right. not, which, it's not disgusting me. Which I don't like either. <laughs> oh, yeah. But any, anybody who's, who's for those things, it's, it's greatly in the same thing of Ricky O, the story of Ricky, that type of over the top. To where you can have a fight scene where a guy gets his arm sliced open, you see him using his teeth and his fingers to tie the tendon back together so he can use his arm again. I mean, this these this type of thing is that level of over the top that just makes it laughable and entertaining. But yes, the penis cannon. Don't forget the penis cannon. Anyway, anyway, but yes, if you need to contact me, you can always <laughs> you can always email me at passivej at gmail dot com. I'm also available on the Twitters. I'm PassiveJ at uh, Twitter.com, <laughs> however that goes. Uh, I'm also on the Facebook, but I'm not PassiveJ there because i got to have my own personal life, people. Give me my own time. I'm a, you know, I'm an introvert, really, and I need my me time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is that what they call it now? Yes, that is exactly what they call it now. <laughs> and the Divinals is your theme song. Uh, anyway. How can we get a hold of you, Chris? You can catch me over on Twitter as well at underscore duckman underscore. You can catch us both on the podcast page on Facebook for Barely Adequate. We post up stuff for both Barely Adequate and Barely Athletic on there. You can catch me on my Facebook page. And you can also check me out on my blog over on blogger.com, making it through the middle. Uh, like I said, uh, part six, final part of my, uh, journey around the world in horror films will be going up this week before Halloween. Happy Halloween, folks. And, uh, you can, uh, also read my regular weekly postings that I do in addition, uh, for, uh, keeping track of my fitness and everything else with my DDP yoga and, uh, my fitness pal and my goals and hoping, hopefully inspiring people, uh, and just, you know, keeping track of what I'm doing to keep myself on track. Hmm. Very good. 
Well, that's so, all I got. That's all I got too. So, uh, since we're kind of a mashup, I'm I'm just going to steal the, the closer that I actually remember. So, until next week, folks. May your week be blessed and your body mass be less. Dude, did you hear that Ryan Seacrest was bitten by a werewolf? No. Yeah, he's out. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. Tusk is coming to Blu-ray and digital. Justin Long and Michael Parks take you on the strangest cinematic journey yet. Tusk on iTunes, Amazon Instant Video, or pick up a Blu-ray DVD copy signed by Kevin Smith from The Secret Stash.